Welcome to the Bears, Reds, and Brews podcast. This is a show about the Chicago Bears, the Atlanta Falcons, and craft beer. My name is Asa Flakani. My co-host is... The Bill Lalani. Oh, yeah. And we are out here on location at Wariant Brewing. Wariant? Wariant. 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 No, we in downtown Roswell for steak night. Uh, I got a special occasion coming up in about 11 days. I'm leaving. So we out here at downtown Roswell for steak night. And, of course... Anytime you're in downtown Roswell, we highly, highly, highly recommend going to the one and only Variant Brewing. To try a variant of their beers. Yeah. Or, you know, there's lots of variants going around, and the Bill and I actually have two of them in our hands right now. <laughs> uh, the first one he'll tell you about is his. Uh, so I am drinking the uh, Work Therapy. Work the Rapey. Yeah. Uh, it is a Italian Pilsner. Um this is a little hoppier for Pilsners than I'm normally used to, but it's still pretty good. I it's like, like it. a dry finish right on this. Yeah, yeah dry Italian Pilsner is what it says here. Um, it's a little hoppier than I thought it would be, but yeah, it's nice. I like it. So, And then the bill has Pacific Crest Blend Hops in his, which is ironic because my beer is actually called Citrus Spection, and it's a West Coast style IPA um, just made of Citra hops. So when we walked in, the bill smelled a bunch of mango in the brewery. This one actually has a bunch of grapefruit and orange peel in it, so. Yeah, I smelled some mango, but I asked them, what's that mango smell? They're like, there's no mango smell. So I don't know what I'm smelling. It might be it might be some snake money. It might be some dry aged ribeye steak, some wet aged ribeye steak that he's salivating over. We'll and, see, we'll uh, see. Uh, we also did run into the founder of this new brewery, uh, Frameshift Fermentation. And when I mean run into, I mean, I used to go to middle school with this guy. So everyone uh, give a follow out to frameshift.firm. Uh, one of my one of my good friends, Britt Toussaint, is going to be running that brewery. So because a shout out to him and shout out to Frameshift. Yeah. And um, we got we got a great episode for y'all. Lots of good news to talk about. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scale it back for a second. We, we've The football community has actually lost two very special people within in the last time that we've recorded um the first one we'll go ahead and say is actually the hometown star of uh roswell high school football uh robbie roper the quarterback yeah he he passed away recently he had complications from anesthesia during the soldier surgery he's a junior quarterback at roswell high school Uh, i mean five-star recruit a lot of d1 offers and unfortunately he passed away as a teenager which is always hard to swallow, and Roswell's been a very good football team the last couple of years. A lot impact to do to this guy. So um, rest in peace to him. And there's also the Chicago sports community also lost somebody recently. Yeah, um, from ESPN Chicago, um, from ESPN actually, Jeff, Jeff Dickerson just passed away recently from uh, complications to colon cancer. So um, you know, uh, peace, peace and love to their families. Yeah, so, you know, drinking one for them and thinking about them in this holiday season. And because it is the holidays, happy holidays y'all. Thank y'all for listening, spending another entire year with Bears, Birds, and Brews. And our reward for this week is two wins. Not just one, the but Duble, two. Buble, wins. Buble, Duble. It might be like maybe the eighth time in show history where both of our teams have won <laughs> on the same weekend. It's still kind of surreal. Uh, and, uh, Nabil, right. which one do you want to talk about yeah, first? We can go ahead and start off with the Bears. Okay, good. Right. That's what I was thinking. Let's yeah, we can start, start, start off with the Bears. Uh, Bears at Seattle in a snowstorm. Yeah, and I was about to say, was it at Seattle? Because it looked a lot like Soldier Field at it, the length. It was at Seattle. It was at Seattle. And um, we, you know, Bears on to their third quarterback for the year already. Uh, one Saint Nick, Nicholas Foles, came out with a Christmas holiday. Yeah, you know, they, they didn't they didn't uh, leave a stop. Their QB three, who should have been their QB two. Yeah, I, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, this whole season. Um, you know, um, the, the you know Bears came out with a win. 
Um, more into that in a second, but you know, speaking of the QB one, two, three a moment ago, yeah, I'm, I, I'm kind of thinking, and I should have done more research before I brought this up, but I wanted to do the research on this, but I just didn't. <laughs> um, well, I was thinking about the win shares for the Bears this year. You had Justin Fields, you have Nick Foles, and you have um, uh, Andy Dalton. All have all have won some games. Bears have won five games. Wow! Right? Yeah. I think Justin Fields has won two games. That means Andy Dalton has won two games and Nick Foles has won one game. Yeah. Meaning, for the two games that Andy Dalton won, you paid five million for each win, and you're paying seven million for the one win that Nick Foles won. Right. Assuming that, um, assuming that Justin Fields is coming back for the last two games. Right. So that's how much the Bears have spent quarterback wins wise this year. <laughs> More than a million per win, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's a lot of snake money, which is a new beer actually on draft here that I got to go get after we're done with this one. But, um, yeah, I mean, what do you think about the win, the bill? Because I was watching it, and I was like, man, kind of like what I said, alluded to at the beginning, like Nick Foles should have never been replaced by Andy Dalton. It, it Justin Fields, sure. Yeah. Andy Dalton, absolutely yeah. not. And yeah. you saw why. Because they're essentially the same quarterback. They're essentially the same quarterback, but at least Nick but, Foles led him to a win. And also, granted, Nick Foles might be a little better. I mean, oh, he's definitely, in the, my opinion, he's the, there was better. never a point in that game where I thought, oh, I wish we had Andy Dalton playing instead of Nick Foles today. Did, did, did I think, oh, I'd rather have Justin Fields playing? Yes, but just because I want to see what we had in Justin Fields. Right. But there was never a point where I was like, man, Andy Dalton would have made that play. Or, man, I wish we had Andy Dalton right over there. Or I wish we had some other quarterback outside of Justin Fields on that play, right? It was just like, it's Nick Foles. It's fine. I, I agree and, with that and, 100%. And he made a couple of very good plays. Touchdown to Jimmy Graham. I, very good play. That going for two, I love that. And, um, yeah, that was so I want to talk about that in a second because that was obviously the game right there, mm-hmm. right? But in terms of what I saw from Nick Foles, I did watch the game on Red Zone. And what I saw from Nick Foles was, like, I've always felt that he would be a better teacher, mentor for Justin Fields. And it looked like he has been so far this season. And then you saw Nick Foles do some things that Justin Fields would be expected to do in the future. Get out of the pocket, extend the play. Yeah. You know, just dump. bad play. Okay, flush it and move on to the next play. Don't let it get that hangover. Yeah. And then the fearlessness at the end of the game to say, yo, it's fourth down. Where's my big target? Jimmy Graham, boom, right on the money. Then for the two-point conversion, you're playing fearless. You got nothing to lose. Let's yeah. go for the win. We're on the road. That's my rule. If you're on the road, go for the win. Unless it's, like, super important, then you maybe want to play for the tie. Bears got nothing to lose. Finds Darius Bird in the back of the end zone for a hell of a catch. Yeah. Not one of the best catches of the week, definitely. And that fearlessness, and I think, like, Justin Fields can watch that and be like, all right, even though I didn't play this game, I learned how to be a better quarterback in the NFL, yeah. specifically for this team. Um, and now the question becomes with Matt Nagy. Like, you got to win so he's not fired yet. But at this point, I don't think if he would have been fired, he would have been fired by now. He's not going to be fired until the year is over. Um, and you know, we, we've seen, we've already seen Jacksonville try to get the jump start on you know trying to interview coaches. They put in a request to interview Byron Leftwich, Todd Bowles, Kellen Moore, I think Dan Quinn, which we have a Dan Quinn nugget in a minute. Oh, and um, and I think a couple of other coaches as well. So, you know, the Bears aren't going to take advantage of the opportunity to interview coaches early, which is fine. But what I need for the Bears to do is come out after the Minnesota game in two weeks, after the season is over, come out and introduce a new football president of football operations. 
right? Because so, right now it's yeah. Right now it's Ted Phillips as okay. an accountant. He, right. he does. He has no football background. Right. So I need you to introduce a new football president and not be like we're going to start our search for president right now because you know what? You could do a president search right now. You can go hire somebody. So that's what I don't want the Bears to do. I don't want the Bears to start their search for their president after the two weeks are over. Yeah. Then start the GM. Well, then start the head coach. And next thing you know, you're in the middle of March still looking for a head coach. Well, because as we know, kind of like to tie that all together in the boat. If you wait until then, you you're, you're late. Yeah, you're missing on, you're missing out on the best of the best. You're already way yeah. behind. The, and the thing about Chicago that's not like many other places, who doesn't want to be uh, front office staff for the Chicago Bears? Yeah. One of the best franchises, one of the best sports towns literally in America and around the world. And you got. I mean, hey, and you know, I had this argument with people right now. I'm like, you know, I think the Bears job is good. I don't think it's the, one of the best jobs, though. I mean, right now, if I could get the job that I want to go after, the Jaguars job, if I was a, if I was a GM. Sure. I mean, sure. You, you have Trevor Lawrence, who is the best quarterback prospect coming out since Andrew Luck. You well, who a, has not been the best rookie quarterback. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, Peyton Manning was a shit rookie quarterback. Yeah, as well. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he's in a shit situation. So, um, and then you also have a top 10 pick. And then you have an owner who's willing to spend the money. Right. You know, I mean, hey, why, why not? And best opening for sure. But when you talk about fan bases, the fan base that probably deserves it more than any other fan base in the NFL right now is the Bears, right? I mean, like, I, I mean, yeah, they, they got their quarterback, with. hopefully. You know, all, from what everything looks like, they're going to have their quarterback. He just needs to be developed. Now, and that's a project. And that's yeah. something that... Pete Carroll did not want to take on. Yeah. Because, you know, we have a Dan Quinn nugget in a second. There's also a Russell Wilson element, which is interesting about this game. So, real quick, Nabil, I want to ask you about this game. How did you feel about this win? Like, because it, oh, it was a good win for I, I was excited. I mean, hey, we don't have a first-round pick. It's not like we're losing for a, for a, for draft position. I want to win. I want to win out. I, yeah. I want to win. Um, You're not tanking yeah. for a spanking. Yeah. Something like well, that. I, well, I, don't, I, I don't know what you're going to be doing in New York, Asif, but hey, if you're going to be tanking for a spank, and it's, it's all that you. Robert Kraft pregame, baby. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to win. I want to, I want to beat the Giants next week. I want to. Speaking I, of New York, I want to beat uh, Minnesota the week after. I mean, there's no reason for the Bears not to win games. Last year, was there a reason for the Bears not to win games? Yes. This year, there's no reason for the Bears not to win games. Yeah. Um, and uh, and you know, in terms of the game, you know, like well, and. I I, I saw a lot of good things from Darnell Mooney, a lot of good things from David Montgomery, a lot of good things from Khalil Herbert. I mean, I think we have a good one-two punch going into next year. And, um, you know, Thomas Graham, the rookie corner, he got lit up. You know, he got burned on a um, one, one play by DK Metcalf. But outside of that, I mean, he played pretty well. So I'm kind of excited to see certain players. You know, Larry Borum, you know, came in as a left tackle, Mizzou, Mizzou tackle. He came in playing tackle, and he played very well at left tackle. So there are some pieces that are there to build around. And to your point, Bill, you talk about you're okay with seeing the Bears win. If, if Nick Foles is a quarterback to close out the season due to injuries and other things, he's motivated and inspired to play his best football oh, yeah. because he could get another contract out of this. So well, you know, no, well, Nick Foles is on the Bears for another year. Oh, but, so that's already. But, well, I know you were talking about trading him. But, 
potentially yeah, going point, into this offseason. At this point, I don't think we're gonna we're gonna be able to trade him. I mean, if we could trade him, sure, but I don't think anyone's gonna give any value for him. But so there's no if, point. is Andy Dalton on a one year contract? Andy Dalton's done after this year. Yeah. So then, okay. So there you go. But at least Nick Foles can be like, all right, look, you guys are paying me. I'm at least motivated and inspired to stay here. I'm not gonna be the starter when Justin Fields is ready, but I could be the backup quarterback and maybe pull Mike Glennon make 18 million dollars off this <laughs> franchise because that did happen. Yeah. And speaking of Mike Glennon, you guys are gonna see him on Sunday. So we talked about that. Right. So yeah, I don't know what the matchup is going to be. I mean, we may see two former dogs in a uh, Justin Fields, uh, Jake Fromm matchup, or we may get a Nick Foles, Mike Lennon matchup, or some mm, iteration of a mixture of that. You're going to get what you'd expect between Bears and Giants in 2021. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be, it's going to be a shit show. And the other thing I wanted to mention real fast is you talk about Jacksonville arguably having the best opening head coaching opening in the NFL. The irony of that, though, is they talked to Lewis Riddick about it, and yeah. it came up. And they said, Lewis Riddick, GM Chicago Bears position might be open. Like, what do you think about that? He said, dude, it's the Chicago Bears. Who wouldn't want that job? Yeah. And so I think by default, just because it, it is Chicago, it's a top-two job opening. Well, Lewis then you Riddick at, said that on a Chicago radio station. So he, he, he was a little – But, okay. He, so knew, he, he knew who he was speaking to. That's fair. Um, but then even then, like you said, you got Khalil Herbert, David yeah. Montgomery, Justin Fields, Bird. Uh, and then Robert Griffin is killing it. And then you're probably going to get Robert another Quinn. win. Yeah, yeah, uh, Robert Quinn. You said Robert Griffin. <laughs> no, I said, well, I meant Quinn. <laughs> but uh, leading, the league, yeah. uh, leading the Bears in sacks. And the year. NFC. And the NFC. Half a sack behind. So, yeah, um, you know, that's, that's going Great in, future going. Yeah, going yeah. into next week's game. I mean, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking, you know, Bears versus Giants. Do I want to win? Yes. But what do I want to see? If Justin Fields is playing, the progression of Justin Fields. I want to see Darnell Mooney continue his stride to get over a thousand yards. I want to see Robert Quinn get his 17 and a half sacks, but not even just 17 and a half. Go for the 20. Yeah. Go for the deuce. Right. Let's get paid. Yeah. I mean, a lot of incentives are still um, on the table for yeah, the, the entire NFL, right. not just one team. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, the continuous progression of Thomas Grant. I don't need to see um, Allen Robinson anymore. I think his, his time with the Bears is over. If he wants to be inactive, let him be inactive. You know? Yeah. He just did come off the COVID list. He lost 10 pounds on COVID. So wow. I hope you're doing okay, man. But I don't need you to play. Okay. Um, you know, if, if we have Nick Fuller starting, that's fine. If we have Andy Dalton starting, that's fine. I don't care. It's just whoever is going to be there to help the offense develop. And quick thoughts. One quick thought. Uh, this is where the 17th game comes into play now because otherwise the season would be ending with this next game. Yeah. So what do you, what do you think about this season so far as we're kind of looking back? It's not completely over yet, but this is a 17-game season. It's been one of the, one, one of the wildest NFL and fantasy seasons that I yeah. could ever recall. I mean, uh, I love it. I think um, it's not going to be 17 games for long. I think in the next three years, we're going to have 18, 18 games. Because we used to have 14. Yep. And now we're at 16, and then at 17. So we're going to have 18 games. I think, I think they're going to have to implement an additional buy, if not two additional buys. I thought they should have had an additional buy this year. Honestly. And they kind of worked that in with the Thursday night, but obviously that's an additional... That's like 10 days. It's not a buy. It's, it's, it's like stealing from Robert to pay Peter. It's like a long weekend. Yeah. It's like stealing from whatever that saying is. But but essentially, you cut your week short 
and then you get a long extended, you know, yeah, week. it's but. like a long weekend. So, yeah. speaking of long weekend, though, I man, the Detroit Lions, are we ready for that in the bill? Um, well, no, I just want to say so, just yeah. a we, we promised you a Dan Quinn nugget, I'm gonna give you a oh, Dan yeah. Quinn you nugget, yeah, so um, you know, essentially, just to wrap up the Giants, even though we never fully, truly started, you know, I'm just looking for the Bears and Giants game just to be the Bears going out for a win. I mean, Giants are a very beatable team, also, the Bears have incentive to win because they own the Bears' first round pick. So make that first round pick as shitty as possible. There you go. That's um, great. Yeah. And if I'm the GM, if I'm the president, if I'm whoever, I'm emphasizing that this weekend. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so, or Dan Quinn Nugget. So, apparently, when Ryan Pace took the job for the Chicago Bears, he had a verbal agreement with one Daniel Quinn to be his head coach. And um, after that, the Bears front office. Who's currently Daniel Quinn, who's currently the defensive coordinator for the NFC East champion Dallas Cowboys and the former head coach of our Atlanta Falcons. And then the Bears ownership meddled when they say they don't meddle. They meddled and said that you have to hire one John Jonathan Fox, which ended the way it did. It was a fine. It was it was a whatever tenure, but um, yeah. I mean that that's that's essentially what happened. Um, only thing I got out of that is that I could have seen you know Kyle Shanahan in Chicago, and that would have been lovely. It would have been beautiful. Who would have been? Who was the quarterback when Dan Quinn was in Atlanta for y'all? Oh, so uh, the Dan Quinn's first year would have been with Jay Cutler. Wow. That would have wow. been fantastic. Jay wow. Cutler and Shanny, that would have been amazing. That would have, yeah. I mean, And we know Kyle Shanahan's pretty damn good at what he does, as yeah. Nabil says all the time. So he, he can, the quarterback whisperer, if there ever was one, oh. it seems like it, you know. Um, Which, speaking of rookie quarterbacks, we'll just say real fast, Trey Lance might be able to see him the final two weeks of the season. Yeah. Because Jimmy, Jimmy Brock, G is yeah. Right. Jimmy G uh, he's got some not a significant injury, but it's a very interesting injury from a football. It was a, it was a thumb injury, isn't it? But it's a torn ligament within the thumb and like a chip bone, hmm. so not something you see common. But you kind of might have seen the impact of like having a hand injury or a finger injury. Yeah. Oh, you saw it this weekend with Russell Wilson. Yeah. So Trey Lance coming in third overall pick in the NFL draft uh, the quarterback whisperer that could have been the quarterback whisperer for one and only Jake Cutler I know Nabil wants another bit I don't know can we pause this does, um, does it work like that I don't I think, think it we works can. Like that. Um, I don't know let's see or I could just do two and one should I just stop yeah just hit stop oh yeah so we back round two talk about game two of this week which is yeah the Falcons won they beat a team that's in the bottom to mid 20s in all defensive categories this season hey, no, no 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 see you say it that way I say it as they're a team that just beat the once NFC West leading Arizona Cardinals it was confirmed by the Cardinals as well eventually. Right, right. They did they, they, they beat them. So. Um, and but we didn't beat the Cardinals. We beat the Lions. The just Lions. So, yeah, Sorry. just so in case. And um, anyway, so yeah, man, the Falcons got a win. Of course, they had to make it interesting because that's what Atlanta teams do. Russell Gage with the fumble late, not his fault. He had a pretty good game. He's had a pretty good last couple of games, to be honest. Yeah. If you're in your I don't know if he had team, that good of a game last week, but you know. I mean, yeah, of course, not not compared to the last two games he's had. But he's at least he did have a productive game uh, on Sunday despite the fumble. And Foya Lua kind of bailed him out with the interception late in the game. Tim Boyle looked pretty good, man. They said that he was actually practicing with Aaron Rodgers because he's on the Packers staff as a backup quarterback earlier this season. Mm. And he said that he got lucky because the playbook and the system that the Packers are running is the same one that Detroit was running. That's why Tim Boyle looked very, like, 
Well, th- that's um, also why I said, a, a, you know, early last year, well, not last year, early in the NFL offseason this year, that the that the Falcons should really sign Jamal Williams, who, ironically enough, is on the Lions. Right. They should have signed him because, you yeah, know, same system. And so, and Jamal Williams had a pretty decent game, even though DeAndre Swift didn't play. I mean, it was what you would expect from two bottom-tier NFL teams in terms of, you know, you're you're good in some places on the field this weekend, and then you're not good in other places. But hey, man, at the end of the day, the Falcons got to win against a backup quarterback with three days of practice. You gotta love to see that. And um, still in the, the hunt. Uh, yeah, by like one percent, and they have to they have to win out first things first. Hey, uh, in the still, hunt. but still in the hunt, still in the hunt. I won't I won't deny that. Um, but just wait till I tell you who they play next, and then we'll see how much in the hunt they are after that. But essentially, yeah, man, the Falcons got to win. It was good to see that something went right for Atlanta, even though it wasn't um, it wasn't pretty by any means. But what was pretty was Matt Ryan's touchdown pass to Hayden Hurst. That was excellent. Uh, just a perfect dime from Matt Ryan to Hayden Hurst to cap off a good drive. I think the Falcons are still in year one. I mean, I don't think they are in year one of Arthur Smith. They're in year one. They're in startup mode still. Yeah, they're in startup mode still. So, like, next year you want to see them take a significant step forward. And then maybe in year three, you, if Matt Ryan is still around then, which the way that he's been playing, as long as he can be protected, you know, I mean, if you got to pay the guy one way or the other. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons look at their options in the offseason. It would be very, very – it would be a big hindrance to their salary cap. But I wouldn't be surprised if a team like Pittsburgh came and knocked is in. Which is kind of – A team been, like Washington came and knocked Yeah, which has definitely been discussed. It's going to be interesting to see what happens for Matt Ryan this offseason because he has no incentive to mail it in either. Because if he wants out of Atlanta, he's going to have to play like he's worthy of being – I mean, he is worthy of being a QB1 elsewhere. But, of course, you don't want to bring a guy in who's, like, struggling in the red zone, struggling with turnovers, and give him, hand the keys over of your franchise over to him, especially if you're not Washington or Pittsburgh. Yeah, you want to see that he still has what it takes to be an elite quarterback in the NFL because, I mean, he's currently ninth. I think he might be ninth in the NFL in career touchdown passes after this weekend already so i mean you want to talk about whether or not he's elite he's top 10 in yards or at least in touchdown passes and close to top 10 in yards he's top 15 almost in yards all time he's still a good quarterback he's still got a couple good years left if you're the falcons you're in year one what can you do these final two games next week he played buffalo who was my afc super bowl uh, representer before the season started and before last year, Buffalo got a great revenge against New England, and it really makes me excited to keep potentially keep David Knox in our fantasy league uh, next have, year. I think you have better options. I don't know, but I could keep David Knox for a last round pick. I think you have better options. Maybe. I mean, T. Higgins, Aaron Jones. We'll see what's going on. But those yeah, are like what I'm thinking of. Options. But either way, David Knox and. Buffalo is looking good. So Atlanta has a good opportunity to be like, all right, you know, it's year one. We have to win out to make the playoffs because we're still in the hunt. So this game is still meaningful. And how can we perform against elite competition? Now, Bill, you'll remember, I mean, the Falcons had Tampa Bay on the ropes. Uh, earlier this season and last season, they had Tampa Bay on the ropes. They also had Kansas City pretty evenly knotted up for about three and a half quarters last season as well. We're, 
as an Atlanta fan, you know, when you played here competition, at least the Falcons have for the last few years. You got really good competition coming in. You're going to beat them. When you played the Saints earlier this season, they were a really good team then, and you beat them. So it, Falcons fans, Arthur Smith has to know, like, hey, we can do it. We won a gutsy game over the weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's not against Jared Goff, but a win is a win. Atlanta has momentum to build on. They have stuff to look forward to in the offseason because it's either they're going to trade Matt Ryan and eat that salary cap and get something back, or you're going to be like, yeah, this is our guy. We believe we can win with him year two, year three of this offense. So I think as a Falcons fan, while the season didn't go quite the way you wanted it to, and they might historically be the best slash worst seven and nine team or seven and ten team ever or the best nine and eight team ever in NFL history, whatever, whatever. Because um, they have, you know, they have two games coming up. So yeah. uh, the the way that this Falcons season ends, I think, would tell you a lot about what the Falcons can do in the future in year two, year three, under not only Arthur Smith, but also Terry Fontenot. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. And I'm super excited. I mean, I'm happy we get at least two more NFL games yeah. instead of one. Same here. Who the Falcons got this week? So they got Buffalo. So, like I, so that's what I was saying. They could play up to their competition. Buffalo got their revenge against New England. They did really good against New England. Isaiah McKinley, you know, in the bill, I actually thought about this. How funny would it be? Like, Isaiah McKinley had a great game on Sunday. I think he had, like, 11 receptions for 110 yards and a touchdown or something like that. And the commentator was like, he's having the game of his life. But I thought, how ironic would it be if actually the game of Isaiah McKinley's life was, like, in, like, college or high school, <laughs> you know, where he actually had, like, 10 receptions for 200 yards and two touchdowns in the state championship game, you know? But, but I think it's in context, right? Is, is, of course, that, is that the game of his life or is it something in the NFL? So. Right, right. And, of course, context is king. Shout out to 83 Weeks, the other podcast, which I've said on this episode before. Context is king. But from a comedic standpoint, yeah. I just thought that would be really funny. And, um, you know, I'm happy we talked about Dan Quinn. I'm happy – that the Falcons got what they did out of Dan Quinn. And it seems like with Arthur Smith, did you know in the bill that he's not even 40 years old? Arthur Smith is 39. He's a wonder kid. He's, he's 39 years old. So he's technically in his 30s like we are. Granted, he's a different generation, different point in his life, and different point in his career than we are right now. But he's only 39 years old, which gives you a lot of, at least as a Falcons fan, has to give you optimism moving forward for the next couple years. I don't know. To me, it sounds like he's a little immature. Well, I... Optimism. His beard looks immature. Yeah, and we talked about that. But I would say, and, and then the Bills are going to hate this, but there's a young guy who might be the coach of the year in the NFL this season in Green Bay, Matt LaFleur. Maybe. Killing it right now. And since the Falcons segment is done, I would say it's fantasy championship weekend. It is. Uh, Devontae Adams had a great game for you over the weekend. T. Higgins had a fantastic game for me over the weekend. I think if you're in your fantasy championship this weekend, if you're not playing for last – Good luck. I unfortunately am avoiding last place again. Yeah, I'm not in last place either. I think you and I are playing this week for like the sixth place or whatever. I don't really care. Yeah. But I will say I am in a championship in two other leagues, not my main leagues. I did miss out in my friends' league when me and Asif are on together. But I am, you know, in the running for the championship of Asif's brothers' league and of the Good Word League. Who you have to play in my brothers' league? Uh, a Johnny. One Asif Ajani. So okay. instead of I'm, I'm facing two Asifs and a, and a brewery this weekend. So, well, cheers to that. Good luck to you, my friend. I suppose I wish you best of luck in those two leagues. Um, Nabil's a fantasy genius. Jalen Waddle had the best 
celebration of the weekend. Yep. Waddle, waddle, waddle. Waddle, waddle, waddle. Walk away, waddle, did, waddle, waddle. He did that. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff coming up this weekend. Yeah, and the playoffs are coming. Yep. Speaking so, of playoffs. I was going to say predictions. Since we're going to roll into predictions, we don't have the lines because I forgot to print them out. But yeah. we can just go wins or losses. Um, maybe we can start off, you know, um, and, uh, and you know where you're going to end up in a little bit. Except it's in Chicago. Uh, New York at Chicago. New York Giants at Chicago. I said, who you got? It's the UGA, former UGA, or the Mike Lennon show. By the way, I did think I predicted the Bears to win against the Seahawks last week. I think I had them losing, you had them winning. Yeah, so I did predict that. I but think I, I think I had the Falcons being the Lions, and you had the Lions being the Falcons. I, I, th- I think we had a whole flip a route. I don't know if I would have picked against the Falcons against the Lions, but, you know, who knows. But I will say I am picking the Bears this week. Yeah. Uh, I think the Bears are going to win, let's say, 21-17. So I don't know who the quarterback is, and I don't think it matters. I also have – when you're going up against Mike Glennon, you have a good shot. So not only am I predicting that the Bears are going to win tw- – what you say, 27 to what, Asif? 21-17. 21-17. I got the Bears winning 27-20. I also have Robert Quinn getting two sacks. There you go. Okay. And that would be historic. Historic. Uh, speaking of, you know, the, the Bears could have had Dan Quinn. The Falcons could have had Robert Quinn. Yeah. You know, uh, Quinception. Quinception. Oh, Quinception. oh, I like that. You know, we are past the Christmas themes, even though shout out to all St. Nick Foles. But um, all right, now, I wanted you to go first. Uh, Atlanta at Buffalo. Atlanta at Buffalo. Do go. we know if there's going to be snow? I'm assuming there is going to be snow. It's, yeah, I mean, it's been snowing in New York this week. I, right. I have been checking. I'm going to take Buffalo 35 to 10. Wow, okay. I mean, Atlanta's office hasn't looked good. And, I mean, they did lose to San Francisco 31-13. So, you're not out of the ballpark. A part of me wants to feel like this is going to be a Matt Ryan is getting it figured out. You got Hayden Hurst. You got Russell Gage. You got Kyle Pitts who's coming on and looking, like, very worthy of being the number four pick uh, so far or already. And um, I think Cordell Patterson is upset. I think Mike Davis is a little upset. So, I think... I'm actually going to take Atlanta here in the trap game for. I'm not going to take Atlanta here, but I'm going to make. I'm going to say Atlanta is going to make it a little interesting in the trap game for Buffalo. So I'll take the Bills 31-24. So wait, who do you who do you have to win? The Buffalo. So you're okay. You're you're taking Buffalo. Buffalo is going to win the trap game, but I do think this is a (laughs) trap game for Buffalo because you got Asif with a twist. (laughs) And the Bill, you remember a couple years ago we were at Tui's and we were walking back. And I did say Atlanta is playing Buffalo this weekend. This was in Atlanta at the Georgia Dome. And I said, this is a trap game for Atlanta. They might lose tomorrow. And I know that uh, Daddy Gone Wild can verify this for us. But essentially, I did say that. And I did say I think Buffalo will win. So conversely, I think that this is a trap game for Buffalo. That's a very specific recall. I have no recollection, especially if we're leaving two. Why would I have a recollection? Yeah, well, there you go. Well, so trap (laughs) trap game for Buffalo. Buffalo's still going to win. Shout out to gonna, But it's going to be much closer than people think. Shout out to Varian Bruin. We're here. And then speaking of playoffs and Bill. We got the college football playoffs coming up this All weekend. Right. We have Michigan. The end of 2021. My, ta- my New Year's resolution for this year did not happen. What was it? Tom Brady is still undefeated against Matt Ryan. Oh, I thought it was you going to move to New York. Oh, well. That's Mich- happening. Michigan uh, versus Georgia. What do we got? Man, I said this before in the book. I really feel like Michigan can win this game. I don't want them to. I would love to see Georgia win, but I really feel like Michigan can win this game. And um, I think it. Do we know what's going on with the COVID quarterback? Uh, 
Well, George Pickens did report to Miami to to play with Georgia. So you got to think if he and JT Daniels were in protocol together, hopefully they both reported there. And maybe JT Daniels is going to come and do a halftime switcheroo and, 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 carry, and bring the glory, glory to old Georgia. We'd all love to see that down here. But uh, otherwise, I think, I think UJ is going to find a way to pull this out because their defense is historically great. And I'm going to take the dogs here. It's going to be a close one, though. I'm going to take the dogs here 28 27. Uh, I agree with you. It's going to be a close one. I got dogs 24 21. I, w- I would love to see UGA win a part of me. Atlanta, if Atlanta ain't going to Atlanta because the Braves finally did it, we don't know if Georgia going to Georgia or whatever. Because Saban going to Saban, is that going to happen this weekend? So Cincinnati versus Bama. Um, I have no idea if the line is. I'm assuming the line is like 14 and a half, maybe even more. Maybe even I got Bama. Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, it might be close for like a quarter. I think Bama will have to pull off a comeback of some sort, maybe a two-score comeback, so it might be like 10-0, you know. Um, at some point, I think Bama might go down early, but I think ultimately the bigger, stronger, faster, better coached. I, I don't think it's even going to be close. I, I'm just hoping that Bama is the first game and Georgia's the second game. It is. Okay, thank God. You got four and seven thirty, and then we'll predict the national championship college football playoff. Next week. Next week. All right. And until then... This has been Bears, Birds, and Brews. About to go eat some steak in a little bit. So cheers to y'all. Show you love. next time. Hello and welcome to the Bears, Birds, and Brews podcast. This is a show about the Chicago Bears, the Atlanta Falcons, and craft beer. <laughs> My name is Asif Akai. My co-host is... Coming to you live from Mexico. Mexico. And who, who's, with, who's out here with us tonight? Who else? It's me. I'm back. Nads is back. It's another episode. Asab is here. Lucha, Ray Mysterio. Luchador, 619. <laughs> 619, that she fine. Talking to me, talking to me one more time. Get low. Viva. Get low, get low, get low, get low, get low. Viva. To the windows. Viva la Mexico. Viva la Mexico. Yo, all right. As of now... March Madness is happening. We don't know what exactly is going on, but there's some good games this weekend. Your bracket's probably busted because I know what mine is. I, 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 know, I know one thing about March Madness this weekend. What? That I know nothing about March Madness. That's right, because we've been out here at the resort. Because yeah, I, uh, I missed the entire like college basketball. Well, March Madness isn't over yet, but NFL free agency has been happening. That has. And, a, a and you know what? I will happening. say that has Bro. also been some madness. Why is yeah. it called mad? Why do you get this. madness? Like, why do you get madness? So, because... People go crazy. You never know who's going to win. People go crazy on this. So, I will say, like... So, I don't know if anyone knows... Like, there's been so much craziness with the NFL free agency. A lot of stuff's been happening. Is it madness? But it has been It's Buck Voss. <laughs> Buck Voss. I feel, like, so, I feel like no one knows about this, though. Because I want to break some news to the people on the show right now. Because we got Asif, we got Nader, we got Aftab, and we got Luchador de Koja. Did we know... The true Ray Mysterio. Ray, Ray, Ray. He's wearing a Flossing it, flossing it. Did we know that Robert Woods got traded to the Titans for a six-round pick? (laughs) Oh, wow. Did we know that? Okay. Did we know that? Robert Woods got traded from the Rams to the Titans for a six-round pick. 
Yeah. Yeah. When did this happen? Today. <clears throat> no. Yeah. Yeah. And they signed a Rob. Right, the Rams, the Rams because they got Allen Robinson, Robinson, have now dealt Robert Woods to the Titans for a six-round pick. Al, yeah, so we can start there. Allen Robinson to L.A. That's just one thing that's been happening. Um, the Rams have not – have the Rams made any other moves? Uh, the Rams have made a couple other moves, but I'm not sure right now. The Bears but, picked up some people from the Chiefs, though. The biggest move – oh, oh another. please close your Tinder profile down. <laughs> yeah. Please. Please close your Tinder profile down. I was looking up moves. Listen, I, 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 I know you got ladies talking to you on Tinder. Can you, can you, can you close that down? Um, the, bi- the biggest thing we got to talk about, though, is one thing and one thing only. What? Son. What? Deshaun Watson has been traded to the Cleveland Browns. That was a trade? Yeah. But he waived his no-trade clause. that was a release and sign. No, No, he waived his no-trade clause to go to the Cleveland Browns for a guaranteed how much, Nabil? 80 million? 280 million. It was for five years. 230 million was a contract, but I think 80 million was guaranteed. So Deshaun Watson took the money, is now coming back. He hasn't played the whole year. Hasn't played the whole year because he's had he's been facing sexual assault allegations, twenty two wow. to be exact. And uh, I'll take another one of those beers actually if you can grab. Bring me one, one too as well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, just bring them all. Just bring them all. Thank <laughs> you, Abdul. As many as you can. But yeah, okay. So Deshaun, Deshaun <laughs> gotta catch them all. So what do we think about Cleveland now that Deshaun Watson's there? Are they contenders? Are they serious Watson. business? I'll trade you, Nabil. Hey, hey. Oh, I love the Modelo. All right, I'm drinking the Modelo out here in Mexico. Deshaun Watson is now Cleveland so, Brown. So, I actually think the trade was fantastic. I was low-key really hoping that the Falcons would have traded for Deshaun Watson. Would not. Was in the works. Yeah. Was, was in, the in the works. But the thing is, like, I really wanted the Falcons to Deshaun Watson for one thing and one thing only. I wanted my friends to be happy. Okay. I mean, so but, nothing about the team, just just your own. I wanted I wanted Asif to be happy. So, I wanted Asif to take twenty eight to three. Okay, and but turn it into Sean Watson. Same division with Tom Brady. Okay, who do you think is going to go against Tom Brady? Watson or Ryan? It's obviously like you have to go significant with Ryan. Move. Ryan has no, been to the fucking game. Super Bowl. Watson hasn't. So I'll say this though, as a Falcons fan, because it's a Falcons podcast, I'm actually happy that the Falcons didn't end up getting Deshaun Watson because it would have cost them a lot. So uh, I do still think it would have cost them uh, a lot. I do still think there may be a chance. I do still think there may be a chance that Matt Ryan may be traded now. Because, well, so, because um, as our good friend, our very good friend, who's been on the show multiple times, Brad Spielberger. Right. Brad Spielberg. Shout out Brad. Yeah. PFF, PFF Brad. Brad. PFF, PFF Brad. Brad. He ha- he let us knew no knew no no, no. no. he let no. us know on Twitter that uh, Matt Ryan got a contract readjustment mm-hmm. and that contract readjustment was official. So anyone that says it wasn't official, it was official, but it's actually not official. So Matt Ryan, did, yeah, Matt Ryan readjusted his contract, restructured his contract. However yeah. you want to look at it, but the but report as of this it, morning it hasn't been filed to the NFL yet. Okay, and or so it's not official then. What it's officially I saw, unofficial. What I saw okay. as of this morning is Matt Ryan is demanding a Twitter. restructure of his contract for a three year extension now. Oh. So I, he's I, I apparently so Matt Ryan is now holding the franchise hostage because 
The oh, Falcons bro. had to take the meeting with Deshaun Watson in the build. Did you know? That when it that, snows? No, that Deshaun... Well, it's not snowing. We're out here in Mexico, bro. It ain't snowing. My eyes here. become alive in the well, light that Deshaun can be seen. I mean, that was the, that was the duty-free Jameson that did that for me. <laughs> it's in, in my room still. But I keep going. I'm sorry. Song. I like this song. I love that song. A great really, song. Really we like out here at the piano bar. We're about to make it I happen. I would love to play it again. We do have a piano bar down that way. But... So Deshaun Watson's agency also represents multiple Falcons players. So in the bill, there is a there is talk in the oh, NFL that oh, wow. the Falcons were pretty much strong armed into taking that meeting because it's politics and it's business. Oh, I can see so that. So that's why that. they were. But also Deshaun Watson, Arthur Blank have a history because Deshaun Watson used to be a former Falcons ball boy. What? When he was 14 really years did? old. I didn't know that. Yeah. Deshaun Watson Holy was, shit. what, Gatorade Player of the Year for Georgia. I don't know if he was Gatorade Player of the Year, but he went to Gainesville High School, did really well. Obviously, we know what he did at Clemson, beat the mighty, mighty Alabama. Great quarterback, facing some legal troubles, now going to Cleveland, potentially was going to come to Atlanta. But now in Atlanta, Matt Ryan is either going to go to Indy, which doesn't have his defensive coordinator from last year because he's now the head coach in Chicago. Yep. But... Apparently, Matt Ryan is upset and either wants an extension from the franchise to be a Falcon for life or he wants to be traded reportedly or he's going to come and show up to training camp and take care of business like he has done for the last 14, 15 years. I will say one thing about Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's a classy individual and he will show up to training camp. I do respect him for that. And he's going to show up to training camp. He's going to do... It's a business. It's a business. He played his cards right. Yeah. Matt Ryan will show up to training camp and he'll be fine. Now, if they trade him to Indy, I think it would be great not only for Matt Ryan, but also for Indy. So, and that might happen... Because also in the NFC, what Deshaun Watson news is the biggest, but also unfortunately for the Bears fans who are here right now, which I'm, we're outnumbered. I'm having are outnumbered by Bears fans right now. Your boy <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, your boy Aaron Rodgers is coming back to oh, Green Bay, but without Devontae Adams. That was also a big one. Yeah. Devontae Adams is now in in Las Vegas. Yeah, and going. So did for, you for, know for, for the trade was a first the, and a second. A first and a second, yeah. Devontae Adams Devontae went Adams. to Vegas. Las Vegas, Vegas. yeah. Did you not know this? I knew this. Oh, okay. But We're... I want to let them know this. Okay, yeah. So Devontae Adams is in Las Vegas right now. <laughs> AFC West is crazy because also Russell Wilson is now in Denver. Yeah. That's right. Russell Wilson is now in Denver. So, no longer plays for the Seattle Seahawks. That yeah. actually happened? That yeah. actually happened. Oh, shit. And, and your boy Khalil Mack now plays for the Chargers as well. Yep. The AFC West, we could do a whole podcast episode of just about the AFC West trades that have happened in the last, like, not even week, in, like, the last, like, 10 days. All right. Bold, bold, early prediction. Who wins that division? Great the, question. The AFC West? Yeah. Great the question. The AFC West? Uh, I will tell you Before one thing. Before you answer, I w- let's also acknowledge that Juju Smith-Fisher is now in Kansas City. Cool. Yep. That also happened, too. Yeah. Right? Cool. I love Patrick Mahomes. I love Patrick Mahomes to death. But... It's going to be the Chargers. Justin Herbert is literally the best young quarterback in the NFL right now. If you think I'm wrong, you're wrong. Okay. Two words, Joe Burrow. But that's not the AFC West. Who's going to win the AFC West? You can think about it. Chargers. Chargers. I'm I'm, going to go dark horse here. I'm going to go dark horse here. Are you going Derek Carr? Are you going Derek Carr? I'm going Denver. No, Derek, no. Uh, Denver. Denver. I think Denver is going to, even though, even though, speaking of Denver, Von Miller no longer plays for Denver. He no longer Buffalo. plays for L.A. either. Buffalo. He now plays Buffalo for Buffalo. Buffalo Soldier. There you go. He got a three-year contract. I mean, 
literally in in terms of Hall of Fame caliber players that we've talked about in the ten minutes that we've been recording this podcast, it's there's like, at least oh, eight. it's literally ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. this off season has been crazy. The wildest off season in NFL hey, history. Not over yet. Make it your vape. Uh, just getting started. And on side of all of that, right? The less not the blockbuster, but uh, Trubisky is now the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The starting quarterback. Starting quarterback. Again. No, actually, actually. Timeout. Or he'll be competing Timeout. to be a possible it, it is. It is a three-way competition between Trubisky. I'm trying to butt in when I can. You can butt in whenever you want. Trubisky, uh, Mason Rudolph, and uh, Dwayne Haskins. Right. So I would actually take Trubisky in that trio, personally. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. One. And we just got a text from the groom, by the way, so let's see what's going oh, on with yes. that. But also, now that you talk about not even the biggest free agency news, but something we do have to talk about, that boy Freddie Freeman. That boy Freddie Freeman is no longer Freeman, brave. No longer brave. He now Matt plays Olson. for the, right. Yeah, yeah. We, Freddie Freeman is no longer brave. We got the frog splash coming in soon, so we're gonna have to wrap this up in a minute. But um, no, we don't. It's oh shit. Freddie Freeman coming Five-star in. Five star frog splash. Oh, Whoa, geez. yeah, that was a good one. We didn't get that, that one on camera. Question. You got to do that again. But that was pretty good. Oh, so man. Freddie Freeman to Los Angeles. Matt Olson to Atlanta. That's baseball. Football wise too. Also, R.I.P. John Clayton. R.I.P. John, John Clayton. Clayton. Wait, what? The professor, John Clayton. What happened to him? He passed he, away. He died. Stop it. No, yeah. he did. Yeah. What? Yeah. When? This yeah. Is like yesterday. last night. No. Yesterday. What? Yesterday. Sixty-seven years old. Holy shit. Yeah. That's young. John Clayton, who told his mom to be quiet because he's because he he's was watching in football yeah. in his room. Wow. Metallica, John Clayton, <laughs> the greatest sports center commercial of all time. Oh man. Uh, yeah. A lot. A lot has happened in the NFL in the last few weeks, and. All right, bold prediction. We talked about Denver going to, I think, that winning the AFC, which is probably not going to happen. But also, Jarvis Landry is available because Amari Cooper is also in Cleveland now Wait. with Deshaun Watson. So, so Cordero Patterson did resign with the Falcons. He yep. did do that. He's coming back. But, the, but Cleveland now has Amari oh, Cooper, Nick so Chubb, Deshaun Watson, and the guy on defense, Miles Garrett. Yeah. That's right. the guy they have. Wait, so Cleveland's number one is Amari now? Yeah. Yep. Not Landry. Uh, not Landry. Nope. Landry's a free agent. Julio's a free agent. Julio that's Jones is also in the market. Holy shit, that's Julio crazy. Jones is also oh. been So passed. I think Nabil and Nader, sorry to tell y'all, and Ray Mysterio over here. I only say this because y'all are Bears fans, although Offtop is going to need to know this for fantasy too. I think Jarvis Landry and or Julio Jones ends up in Green Bay. Because why not? I think at least Jarvis Landry in Green Bay makes think, a ton of sense. Yeah, Jarvis in uh, Green I, Bay I, makes sense. Honestly, I think um, I think Julio's gonna go to the Bucks. I think Julio's going to the Packers. You think Ooh. Packers? I think oh no, Julio's I can going see the Bucks. Bucks. My I money's on Bucks. So Tom Brady. Brady is on that Super Bowl. He Tom wants to, Brady he wants to retire the Super Bowl. may or may not be recruiting Julio Jones, but he did recruit Russell Gage, who also oh, yeah, went from good. Atlanta yeah. to Tampa on the three years. $30 million guaranteed deal. Russell Gage really broke my heart here. It was like when Al Horford went to Boston. It's all about money, baby. It's all I mean, about that's money. that's how I feel as an Atlanta sports fan right now. That's what Julio, Russell Gage did to me. But Tom Jones, Brady recruited him. Julio Jones didn't produce for my fantasy team. He was also injury prone. I'll just he say was that. He hurt a lot last year. Yeah. He the question is, barely played. is he fantasy... Like, I know so, like, so if he gets gonna, picked up... I'm going to ask you one question, though. Did you start him on the right day, though? 
But that was Calvin Ridley. That's a different scenario. Why do you ask that question? Because you never set your, like, because you didn't set your line up, like, half the time. What do you mean? I always set my line up. No, after I did. No, the, you know, there's a few weeks you missed it. Yo, you, you, have, you are misinformed. But he had Calvin always, Ridley. Bro, I always if I see lineup. an IA on a fantasy lineup, that means you didn't set your lineup. How often did the IA happen after I set my lineup? I mean, even it's though it's game time decisions, bro. You don't have all the on. context. All I'm saying is, I can't make I can't make a decision sometimes Sunday morning at this time. I made decisions at Friday night this time. And maybe between Saturday and Sunday it changes. And Bro, just, and they have practices in between that. Someone could get injured. <laughs> something could happen. Yeah. They could be in a car accident. Or, you know, I could be, I could be traveling for just 24 hours. Just a few things hours, last week. <laughs> not able to check my fantasy. So, yeah. I, I will say one thing. This is the movie, the most eccentric. Eccentric. Is that a word? Eccentric. Yeah, eccentric. It's a word. It's the most eccentric podcast we've had starting going forward. But also, okay, so to answer, I'll have a question though. Julio Jones. Where is Julio Jones end up next year? Is he still getting paid by the Falcons? Yep. Yeah. I would love to see Julio Jones come home because that's no longer dead shot. He's, he's not going to. He's not going to. I think he is he's because I think Tampa. he's a great receiver think, when he plays, which is the key. Tampa. I think Julio Jones is a good fantasy pick, when I, when but I had him. a late pick. If you take Julio Jones in the first round, you're fucking dumb. If you oh. take him in the third round, you're fucking dumb. Fourth round, probably so dumb. Maybe. Okay, but so Julio Jones might end up... by their fantasy football knowledge, okay? <laughs> listen, but, listen, you're talking to the three-time, three-time, the only unicorn three-time champion. Yo, at least he's wearing pants this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 I'm talking to people over here. We got a one-time champ, a one-time champ, a one-time champ. Wait, how many time champ? Sorry, Sorry twice. Two time yeah, champ. yeah, he's won twice. One Once. time champ. One time. One time champ. Off top, did you win? I've won every year. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing. I will tell you one thing. Look at what he's wearing. Look at what he's wearing. I'll tell you one thing. I am a three time champion. Three time. All right. Three time. Okay. So, I'm looking at work here right now. No, yeah. So, all right. So, if we bring this back to the podcast real quick. Will Tom Brady, because Tom Brady is also back, yeah. apparently, out of retirement. Oh. Is Tom Brady going to make three consecutive Super Bowl appearances yes. this upcoming season? Yes. yes or no? We're going to go around the room here. Yes. All right, yes. I say rest. Yes. Now there? I don't think he makes it back. Now there says no. Offside, what do you think? Tom Brady and the Bucks going back to the Super Bowl three years in a row? Tom Brady So that's probably a no. Year. So Nabil says yes. No, I'm saying wasn't Tom Brady didn't make it to the Super Bowl last year. Or whatever. Since but so... Like, what? What do you mean whatever? No, but, but that's do you not think the point he's going to make it this year? Yeah. The point yeah. He's trying to make. You think so? No. Okay, that's the question. Is Tom Brady going to make the Super Bowl this year? Yes, yes or no? Yes. Is 2022? It's likely. Yes. This upcoming NFL yes. season? I, I yes. 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 All right, Tampa one, Bay two yes, three NFC yes. Champs. Tampa Bay is going to be NFC champs. They're not. The I don't think so. show that Tom Brady, I mean, come on. He's the man. Oh, All right, oh, so we got three three yes for Tampa Bay making it back to the Super Bowl this upcoming season. Two no. Are you also I mean, no, Austin? I'm, I'm a no. I don't no, think. I, I think. Make it. But I think because that's Green Bay that's might that's land Jarvis Landry. No, honestly, I think they will replace Devontae Adams. If, if they land Jarvis Landry, then Green Bay will meet Tampa Bay in NFC, and Green Bay will win. 
No, no. Honestly, Jarvis Landry is not that great of a receiver. Because you have to remember this. Green Bay just lost Devontae Adams. Yeah. So, yes, if they had Devontae Adams and Jarvis Landry, okay, then maybe. Uh, yeah, I agree with But that. they yeah. lost Devontae okay. Adams. So does, does Green Bay get Julio and Landry to replace Adams? That doesn't make up for the difference. I don't think Actually, so no, I think that does make up. It does. Julio and Landry While together. we're predicting the future, that's, that's pretty we're cool. some lottery numbers. Well, we don't guarantee no, and co-sign no. any of this advice. Just... I think we legally have to disclaim that. Bold predictions. Right. right. Bold but predictions. this we'll has been out. a wild podcast we'll so far. And um, we didn't do one thing um, that we normally do on the podcast that we haven't done to yet. So we'll tell you now. We are drinking Modelo's and right. Bud Lights because we're at an all-inclusive and I'm not paying for extra beer. There's no breweries here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except for Duty Free Jameson. Although... If y'all got any Mexico City brewery recommendations, let us know. They don't even have Mike pull ups. But all right, we got now. There's nonsense. We got to end on another football related question for the show. Oh, Nothery. I need a now. There's nonsense Damn. off the top of the head. You mean now? There's nonsense off the top of my head. All right, who is who is? Uh, what's one thing your teams are still missing? Oh, great question. Okay, uh, uh, what do the Falcons need to get? You or me? Who's what, are, what are the Falcons need to get? Okay, defense. I well, I think the Falcons just need to figure. I think the well, yes, defense for sure. I think the Falcons need to figure out their quarterback situation first and foremost, right? So, is Matt Ryan staying for the next year or two or three, potentially four, depending on why he strong arms the organization? In are you sticking with Matt Ryan or are we going straight into rebuilding mode? Because I've said from the beginning, the Falcons never needed to get Deshaun Watson to trade Matt Ryan. Yeah. The one or both of those things could have happened or neither of those things could have happened. So I think that's the first thing the Falcons need to do. The second thing the Falcons need to do is once you figure out what you're doing with your quarterback, that's where you figure out what you're doing with the eighth overall pick in the NFL draft. Yep. Because if you are trading Matt Ryan, you can get your quarterback. If you're not trading him, you have the top eight pick. I would like to see Jordan Davis from UGA come to the Falcons. Who the fuck is Jordan? Oh, the, the defensive that lineman. That right? there. You went quarterback and you said Jordan Davis. So, I was like, that's not a quarterback. If, if the Falcons, it was very confusing. If the Falcons I'm sorry, keep, I'm sorry. Yeah. So if the Falcons keep Matt Ryan, then I think you got to go get Jordan Davis. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. right. It and was it confusing for a second because yes. I thought Jordan Davis is a quarterback. And time. also, even if the Falcons don't keep Matt Ryan, let's say they trade him for a Baker Mayfield who also wants out of Cleveland now because he doesn't have a job anymore. Yeah. Then you can still go get Jordan Davis in the draft. So I think the Falcons need to figure out what they're doing with their quarterback situation and then take the eighth overall pick and get the best player available in the draft, which is probably going to be on the defensive end. As a Georgia fan, as a Falcons fan, I would say Jordan Davis. And if you can't get him, then Malik Willis if you need a quarterback. No. But that's the most important thing for the Falcons right now. No. And let's bring Julio back home because then it's not dead cap. Yeah. You're already paying him. But let's get him on the field. He can help whoever the quarterback is quarterback in Atlanta. Goal. Along with Kyle Pitts because we don't have Calvin Ridley for a year. We didn't even talk about Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Calvin, oh, Ridley, yeah, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley has lost more money than me on sports betting. Because it's legal in New York now. Calvin really has lost more money than me on that, but he also lost his $11 million contract. We won't go hey, there. I rolled the dice on that. There you go. But anyway, <laughs> point being, gamble. the Falcons have one offensive pass catcher. They can bring Julio back. Got to figure out who the quarterback is. Let's go get Jordan Davis in the draft. The Bears, however, have Justin Field. They don't have Allen Robinson anymore. They don't have Khalil Mack anymore. And they have a new head coach. So, Bill, what do the Bears need? All right. 
So, so the Bears the did trade Khalil Mack. You're absolutely right. <laughs> the Bears did trade trade uh, trade Khalil Mack for a second round pick. And um, honestly, like Bears need to replenish their draft picks, um, and they have a second round pick. Honestly, I think oh, okay. what the Bears got to do is a very simple thing. They just have to start getting young assets. So trade down. Field. Trade down. We have, we have two second round picks. Trade them down for four third round picks. But that's always your philosophy. You okay. know, you're always pro trade down. But I'm not wrong. In this scenario, no. I'm not wrong. I don't think I think it's okay in this scenario. What is happening with Luchador? <laughs> we got right we now. got a sideshow going on over here. But so now there's a quick question for you as we wrap it up here. I don't wanna be in my league that I wanna ask you with the Bears and with the Falcons. Need. I will ask you if Matt Ryan gets traded, where does he end up going? I think Indy's Indy makes the most sense. Okay. Uh, I think Indy or the Texans now. Interesting. I mean, I, I don't think Texans make sense at all. Indy, absolutely. I think Indy's an easy answer. I feel like Baker Mayfield will end up in Indy before Matt Ryan does. I don't think Matt Ryan's getting traded. Okay. If Matt Ryan somehow, some way, does get traded, I, I, I'm thinking right now. I just I'm trying to find the right spot. I, I'm waiting on you to say a team, and I'm surprised you haven't said it yet. New I York? Giants? No. 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 I can't figure it out. Because I thought you would say San Francisco. However. No. no. However. They have tra- they, 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 San Francisco literally has a quarterback to trade, right. and they have Trey Lance. So, with that being said, I would also say in regarding the Matt Ryan saga, I do. It is my personal opinion that like if a team wanted to trade for him, they would have done it by now. It would have been done. It would have been done by now, regardless of what happened with Deshaun Watson. But anyway, that's been your episode for this portion of the trip. We are semi-back. We're We're back and we're not back, but we're back. Yeah, as long as the NFL keeps it up, we'll definitely be around. Oh, yeah. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you all soon. The Bears. (laughs) Peace.